Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Barrow Hill Roundhouse near Chesterfield in Derbyshire. My name is Chris Milner and for the next four days I shall be winding down as editor of Railway Magazine, ready to hand over to my colleague Paul Bickerdyke who will be taking on the editorship. You're welcome to it, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. So, are you looking forward to the challenge? Oh, very much so, yeah. I mean, uh, Railway Magazine is, is, the, is the top magazine, so uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting stuck in and carrying on your good work. Well, a lot of my good work does stem from my predecessor, Nick, Nick Pygott, admittedly, but I think the magazine has set a standard that we, everybody likes to try and adhere to, mm. and the readers know what we like, and um, we know what they like, so we obviously try and give them you know, a dose of that every month. Yeah, because it's a great mix of, of everything, really, isn't it? There's steam, diesel, electric, mainline, yeah. preservation, trams. Narrow gauge. Heritage trams, narrow gauge, yeah, it's yeah. a very, very eclectic mix, isn't it? You know, yeah. all the way across. So which was your first issue as editor? Uh, my first wish issue as editor was this one, October 2015. Um, Strangely enough, which obviously featured a gathering at Barrow Hill Roundhouse, here where we had um, very appropriate Duchess of Sutherland as one of the star engines. So um, mm. yeah, that was it's quite interesting that we've actually chosen to come back here. That uh, all these years after my first issue. So yeah. uh, what do you remember about putting that issue together? Uh, slightly frantic, um, I think, because. Uh, I'd never signed off a magazine before. You know, you're always worried about um, whether you've left some X's somewhere in a caption that you mean to go back and fill later, whether you've got um, a mistake somewhere. Mm. And our readers are very, very good at spotting mistakes. Mm. Um, you know, we might know a lot, but you know, there's people out there that know just a little bit more occasionally. And, you know, you do get caught out. Yeah, we've got um, very knowledgeable readers. Yeah, we? uh, you, can't, you can't know everything, of course. It, you know, I, I think the fact that leading up to this issue, I knew three or four months in advance I was going to be taking over, so at least I got time to plan mm. and sort of get in there some of the features that, that I wanted to, like Rebirth of, of a Big Boy, um, which was a feature that um, obviously was about the big American steam locomotive and um, mm. yeah the, the opening of the Tarshi factory at County oh, yes. Durham yeah. you know again another very very big story to sort of kick off and it was very mm. pleasing to actually get these sort of big key stories in my first issue and yeah. we, we, we've gone on from from there and obviously the uh, 
the Royal Opening for the Borders Railway, which was another massive three hundred million pound project mm. that, that you know as people criticised it at the time, saying, oh, no, it won't pay, but it's obviously been a fantastic success. Mm. Amazing, that was six years, six years ago. Yeah. yeah. Time, time flies, isn't it? It does, yes. So we got a selection of magazines from over the years. Here, here's a copy of issue one. We've changed a lot in format since then. We've got yes, bigger. it's got more bigger, pages, yes. More pages, more pictures. Bigger in size. Um, but kind of essentially the same in some ways. There's a whole mixture in there of it, news and yeah. features yeah. and interviews and that's very much something we still do now, isn't I it? I think one of the things that where the magazine has changed is in the um, early years, up to, certainly up until the 20s, they seemed to focus a lot on personalities within railway companies mm. and focus on what the railway companies were doing. There were some sections called that. Mm. Um, where we seem to have gone a bit obviously down the news road and we've got more news snippets and mm. things like that because there is a lot more happening um, I mean I remember reading Railway Magazine as a youngster when it was sort of this this format in the 70s you know with that style cover mm. and um, you know that's really when I really became interested in it and that's 1999 that's kind of where I came in well that's a little bit after I started yeah, yeah. I started as a reader in the early 80s so just slightly before this one yeah you see I'd been that was I'd been working on the magazine nine years by that time um, with, with Pete Kelly and yeah. then later Nick and um, again we saw a lot of changes over that nine years because by this time the internet had started to really develop mm. um, when I started in 1990 um, there was only one computer in the office and that was done for used for doing letters to readers right. um, wasn't used for anything else <laughs> I mean it just sounds crazy now mm. um, I came from a computer background which is another reason I think why Pete recruited me because he could see it was going down the computer route and he wanted somebody who knew what they were doing but at the time we would we would type out our stories and print them out on a dot matrix printer if mm -hmm. you can remember those oh, yeah. um, Pete would then go through it and then he would put all these subbing marks on and change you know to get it to style and then what we would then do what I would do then is incorporate his amendments into a file and then that file or the disc a little three and a quarter floppy disc was then sent off to the typesetters right. and we would get back what were called galley proofs which are long strips of the text with all the headlines in and uh, subheads and things like that and we'd got layout sheets and these were sort of I don't know a, a two size layout sheets with a complete grid of the magazine on and we used to cut these galley mm. strips up and use prit and stick them on. Yeah, cut and paste, that's it, where those yeah, terms Yeah, absolutely. From. And it seems incredible that we've gone from that in 30 years to the fact that we can take a picture today, we can email it to the office and it can be in the page, you know, within minutes. Mm. And it, it's just, a, it's certainly made our job a lot, lot simpler. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Delve into the world's most fascinating rail stories of the In Training podcast. A Confederate veteran at the event compared the actual explosion to a battle. They thought there could be like hundreds of millions of pounds worth yeah. of gold or something in this train. George Parker has re-entered the carriage and shot William Person. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and many more podcast apps. Just search for the In Training podcast. 
and in, in terms of stories, well, that's 1990s issue. We were still in British Rail days then, weren't we? Yes, we were, yes. Uh, I think. Were we? We were just coming out of it, weren't we? Privatisation was the mid-90s. Mid-90s. So we were just... But we were, it were, it were certainly in the train operating company era. Yeah. Yeah. And then to come, well, up to date, now we're talking about... Great British Railways. Well, yes, this this latest issue, the uh, June issue, you know, two whacking great big stories in it: the uh, the Great British Railways um, announcement, and mm. also the the cracks that they found in the Hitachi trains. You know, the, mm. the the fantastic IETs that Hitachi have built, and uh, they found these um, mm. hairline cracks in them. If we look back in history, there are not a lot of fleets that have been introduced without faults no. and problems. No, you people remember problems with Class One Five Eights where they would make a station stop and then the doors wouldn't close again and nobody could get the doors closed and they, they ended up terminating trains yes um pacers are another pa- pacers yeah everybody hate one. pacers but and all the problems had even in steam days with the bully pacifics mm. as well so you know what we've experienced although it's quite um significant and it's quite disruptive is not new mm. but you know you would think that the chances of it happening now are obviously a lot lesser. Yes, yes, and we've, we've probably covered it all in these in these near 125 years of, yeah, of issues, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Yes, 1,400 and something issues over the years, yes. So, as the incoming editor, what are you looking forward to? Well, I mean, you can't make it in Betty, really. It's, it's, just, it's I'll be looking to continue the, the, um, the mixture that we already have of, of covering everything steam, diesel, electric. Uh, our, our readers love um, the comprehensive coverage that we have. Um, be a mix of uh, news and nostalgia. And I think that's the mm. challenge, isn't it? It's, it's getting that balance, getting that mix. And, um, yes. and I think with the fact that we're supported by a good team and a, 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 an expert band of authors who yeah. come up with some of the ideas for these features really yeah. helps. Yeah, and uh, not for nothing, we're, we're known as the Journal of Record. Yes. Uh, again, because of the, we go back 125 yeah. years. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.